The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Savannah Hugh Moeller, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And here we are inside the SWBC podcast studio on a beautiful Wednesday here at the Star in Frisco, the headquarters of the Dallas Cowboys. And this is Mick Schatz. And Mickey's having a problem with his yeah. microphone right now. There you go. Oh, See, there we go. It helps. Do the little hands there. Thank We're you. good. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Mickey, of course, the man who wrote the book on this rivalry, Dallas versus Washington, and Commander's Week is officially underway, Mickey. Mm-hmm. So, my... Move oh. your microphone a little bit closer to your mouth. <laughs> I mean, now the mic's not even close. Right. So. Just, just turn it up. Would you help him? My old, my old, my old, thing, say, my old saying yeah. about cowboys and Indians doesn't go over well. No. No. no, no I was saying there. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. not... <laughs> That was that was pretty good uh, Back 26 it. years ago. Okay, we're going to move forward 26 right. years. And Savannah, how are you doing on this beautiful Wednesday at noon? I'm great, except good. for the fact that last night both Mickey and I were at the Dallas Stars game and waited until the very end to see if the Stars would come back and they didn't get the job done. Mm. So I think Mickey and I are a little tired today. Oh, so it was not a victory. No. They scored a goal 11 seconds into the game. Oh, wow. Did not score again until there was... Who were they playing last night? Montreal. Montreal. Oh, the Canadians. They're they're all right. They're not great. They're like 500. They're not as good as the Stars, so it should have been... Yeah, but what have you done for us lately? <laughs> well, is the NHL or what have you done for us lately league like the NFL They is? waited till four minutes left when they pulled the goalie and had six on five for almost five minutes. They scored two goals and nearly tied it in the last seconds. Okay, let's move on to Everson. Maybe we can get off hockey talk. <laughs> no, he's, he's tired. <laughs> no, no. I got some. We're not I got something for Everson. I got something for Everson. It may be the same what? thing you got. No, no. I'm good How about me. that Gremlin women's basketball? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I got it right here. Who did we beat? You beat uh, the College, College of, of Biblical, Biblical Studies. Studies. Yes. Yeah, boy. Here we go. And it was a it was a route of biblical proportions. Wow. 159 to 18. Now, you're oh, getting wow. grambling. We, are really, we are really like, well, hold man, on, we need to. Where is what? that school? <laughs> Who it's cares? in Houston. <laughs> I, I looked sure? it up. You looked it up. CBS. I thought it was, thought it was our, our company women's basketball team at CBS. <laughs> and it's the College of Biblical Studies. Did you know about this, Chris? Did you, did you read about this? No, but I'm about to go. My boy Larry Lundy sent this to me and he <laughs> said, Man, they should have just played the the Water Girls or something. Just, you know, come on, man. Don't Do you think they pressed the whole game? I mean, did they have to? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, God, 159? 159 to 18. Hey, but it's like one basketball player said, you can it's hard to score that many points. I don't care how sorry. Even on you are. air. Right? Yeah. 
They must have been on, right? Their coach said, we hadn't scored that many points in practice. A lot of layups like that. Yeah, but how many layups can you get well, in you one game? you steal the ball the 50 times. 159. Oh, my goodness. Are they in the same conference as Colorado School of the Mines? <laughs> I mean, this is like college a College of Biblical Studies? Well, no, yeah. this is, a you know, when you make a joke and you say, you know, they played the, the College of the Deaf and Blind or something. You know what I mean? Just that would, that's what it. The Little well, Sisters of I the will Poor. Say I did look it up. Like that, I man. did. I did look it up, and the College of Biblical Studies did lose to Houston Tillotson, one hundred six to nineteen oh, earlier see. this season. Golly, so. we must have been on. Uh-huh. We must have been on. <laughs> Golly, man, that's crazy. I so. bet the coach played. Yep. <laughs> So, there yes. you go. That's There's our big, big news. Baylor of the basketball day. last night. Mm-hmm. Say, say, say it again there, Producer Supreme. You said Baylor opened the Foster Pavilion last night. Oh, that is a nice-looking arena. Yeah. I saw pictures of yeah, it. Man. Wow. Yeah, man. Wow. Did they christen it with a win? We did. We played Cornell. Oh, which is the equivalent of yep. the College of Biblical <laughs> Studies. It was 90, 98 to 75. Yes. Oh, no, that's not the same. That, no. At least that's respectable. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. right. Okay, so, uh, Mickey, we got some news breaking here at the Star in Frisco this morning. Uh, Cowboys um, activating Simi Fihoko. Mm Mm-hmm. No, no Junior Fihoko, sorry. <laughs> Biliami Junior Fihoko. Junior Fihoko. Uh-huh. On the defensive lineman, not the wide receiver. Not the city. wide receiver. To the 53-man right. roster. Um, he was out. His uh, 21-day practice deal was up off the IR, so they moved him to the roster, and Deuce Vaughn has an ankle injury, and he's been moved to IR. So that's the... One official yeah, on one 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 play. <laughs> one official thing that uh, he only played one done. play, right? Well, that's why he that's was in there. That's why he only played one, maybe. Yeah, there you go. Very oh, wow. good, Savannah. Yeah, yeah. you forgot the. Here I go off on a tangent. The backup quarterback you guys had in the mid early '80s that they wanted to keep and get him on IR and. In the preseason game, they ran a play and told them to run towards the Cowboys' sideline, and that was towards their cameras, and grab your hamstring before you go out of bounds and so we can put you on IR and mm-hmm. keep your rights. Mm-hmm. And he forgot to grab his hamstring. Who told him to do that? The, the coaches. Of where? of where? The Cowboys. The Cowboys wouldn't do something like that. No, no, absolutely on, not. Yeah. Come on. It was, you, who was that, Chad Hutchison? No, it was back in your day. you played. That's what you guys uh, you played. <laughs> it's the second straight day we've mentioned Chad, Chad Hutchinson on the show. Was purpose. <laughs> and I'm, uh, I'm not Deuce done with Hutchinson, for... by the way. You guys, I sent you guys some stuff, man. Oh, that's oh, right. That's there were some people that sent us stuff on yeah. Twitter. Okay, good. About good. We'll, we'll get what to that it? eventually. Good. Okay, yeah. remember that. Good. Put that in your hip pocket. Man, we'll talk about it. You got it. That'll be Savannah's Deuce here. Deuce was in for eight snaps game against okay. Detroit. So, so what about this running back situation now? Because, of course, Rico Dowdle was inactive for that game because of an injury. I What's going on with Rico? Mike said he's better. Okay. So, I think they plan on him And we got Malik Davis still. But he's out of elevations. So, you would have to elevate him. Mm-hmm. You would have to create a spot on the Or you have to wait till the to the playoffs, right? Because I think you get extra elevations once you get to the playoffs. So how does this go? They if, reset in the playoffs. If, yeah. he, if he's out of 
moves, yeah. then they would have to expose him? They have to put him on the 53. Okay, I thought maybe he was, they would have to no, put no, him No, no, he's already. But, but then you would, if you made a roster move with him, then he would be exposed gotcha. after, if you were taking him off the 53, okay. not putting him on. He's already been exposed. Yeah, He's sure. exposed right now. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, any team could sign him right now if they wanted to. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, nothing official yet on Lael Collins or... Damian Wilson. It's not okay. official. No. no. All right, and because they've got to make corresponding moves. So, so here's a question for you. All right, you got, uh, and the, one of the main reasons that obviously you're bringing in Lyle Collins for a try for a workout, and then Damian Wilson. It's the depth situation on the offensive line and at linebacker. Is there a concern now with Deuce going on IR at the running back position where you have a depth issue there, especially since Rico's been nursing an injury here the last month or so? Well, um, you've got one open spot on the practice squad. You get 16, right? Mm -hmm. They're at 15. So uh, they would have to make corresponding moves to let somebody go there's, there's like 15 moves you can make there. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Although, there's, as there's spots on the practice squad. I'm, what I'm saying is, going forward, as yes, as we I know push on into saying. the playoffs, okay, how fortified are they at the running back position in order to, in case you lost someone else to injury? Uh, so there's a running back that's supposed to be out there. Is that what you're saying? I don't know. Has somebody's been released somebody's <laughs> been reported that hasn't been released, but is going to be released. Yeah, there have been reports. There is a quarter. They running back though. Yeah, with the I Jets. That by the name of Delvin name? Cook. Okay, yeah. good. It's Tom Pelissero reported that. Right. He's on the outs. So the Jets. Well, let me ask you this then, because this is what they'd have to decide: Would you put him on the fifty-three, or would you put him on the practice squad? Because if the Cowboys think that much of them, but 31 other teams might think something of them, too. Mm-hmm. When's the last time he played? Um, I had I it right here. I mean, here. that because, you know, if you bring him in and, and play him right but, away, then you're so hoping he, he's he, he played, the ball a little bit. He played, uh, this has him having played December 17th mm. against Miami. He had one carry for four yards. Against Houston the week before, seven carries for 13 yards. And the week before that against Atlanta, nine carries for 35 yards. And then one carry, two carries, four carries, two, two, three, six, five, eight, four, and a season high of 13 in the season opener. Hmm. So they didn't really use him. Well, that situation got kind of crazy from the beginning, right, with the Jets. Yeah. A-Rod went down and – it affected everything. But you thought they would maybe run the ball a little bit more. Well, they did, just use another running back. Bryce, Bryce <laughs> right. Hall, is that right. the guy's name? Reese or Brees. Reese, what is his name? Breesy Hall. Brees Hall. Brees Hall. Um, so, yeah, he, if anything else, he's got fresh legs. <laughs> and we'll see. Um, but, again, you know, somebody else might be more interested in putting him on their 53, and then you got to decide, do you want to put him on the 53? And pay some money i'm guessing he's going to clear waivers okay but that move has not been made yet although the nfl network is reporting they have mutually agreed to part ways according to cook's Mm -hmm. agent Mm -hmm. and then the the other moves like i said they haven't officially done that yet so there's some moving parts there and as mike mccarthy 
answered the questions uh, in the press conference about both guys. He said, I'll address that tomorrow. So uh, what position group are you, in terms of depth and the injury situation, what position group are you most concerned with right now on this Cowboys team? That's easy. Go ahead. O-line. Yeah, that's what I'm I was going to say. That's it. I'm with you. Because you're, while it seems like there's some optimism that Tyler Smith can play, um, say he can't. And then uh, Bass is probably your starter at left guard. But then what are you doing after that? Mm-hmm. Chuma? And we're not making a whole bunch of moves to cover one, one position. Yeah. That's yeah. not that we did that last year. Yeah. Didn't work. So, um, the, I think the idea with Lael Collins is to have somebody that at least knows what he's doing. Now, I don't know if he can do it. I mean, you've got to remember, I know everybody's getting excited about it, but there's a reason why the Cowboys let him go. Terrence Steele outplayed him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're paying $8 million in dead money this year for that move. And would they be looking at Collins as a depth uh, at tackle or guard? Well, he played the little guard before mm-hmm. he got moved out to tackle. But it's and, been and, a while. Uh, well, let's look at it like this from an optimistic standpoint. Just because he got beat out by Steele, yeah. that still doesn't mean he's he's not good. Well, he just got beat out by a better player. He didn't play very well either, in my opinion. Well, and, and, I think and, he, he oh. was having ongoing uh, in, uh, injury issues himself. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, now it, he hadn't played all season. And so because he was he? coming off an ACL injury. And he's had hip issues earlier in his career. That's why he missed the 2020 so. season. So it's it's more – I look at it, it's more of a, okay, fortify the position with someone who has done it before. You, you get him on the – at least on the practice squad or whatever, and you get him in and make – see if he can be in shape to come in in an emergency if you need him in the playoffs. I mean, think about it this way. If you're looking for somebody, what's the alternative? Somebody that hasn't – is still out there that hasn't played – all season long, that might still be a free agent. People don't cut even average offensive linemen. Everybody's because they're so uh, valuable right now, and they're scarce. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're just not out there. So at least the guy knows where to go in the locker room to where he eats, and maybe he knows the plays a little bit too. So. So it's it, it to me it doesn't hurt anything, especially if you're putting him on uh, the practice squad. Mm-hmm. And you know you can look at the practice squad. You know I keep picking on Buddy Johnson, but I didn't. You re- pick on a lot of people. I well, no, I just, just so didn't you know, know it, it, who else the linebackers so were. So little guy, you talk a lot of trash. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if we're talking about Buddy Johnson, and then if there was an, uh, the addition of Damian Wilson. What are your thoughts in comparison to the two? I mean, there's another guy on the practice squad named Darrell Johnson. He's a defensive end. Anybody know his work? <laughs> <laughs> the only other guy that I, th- I thought I knew was Tyron Billy Johnson. who He's the wide receiver. Michael Would you Parsons. like to know about Darrell Johnson? Yes. Out of Liberty? 
251 pounds. He ran a 469 with 16 bench reps and a 36 and a half vertical. That's what I know about him. This alignment? He's a he's, he's more. Who are of a, you talking about? Darrell Johnson, defensive okay. end. He mentioned Darrell Johnson. He's mm-hmm. a more of an edge. Yeah, okay. yeah. Still, that's mm-hmm. good numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jeez. You know, and they still have Dakota Shepley as a guard on the on the practice squad. What about you, you know Adam Panky? Gosh, he's four. He's in his fourth year from West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a hell of a life. Just four years on the practice squad. And they've elevated Carl Davis the last two yeah, nice seasons. Game. And I don't know that he did much to suggest he needs another elevation. Uh, McCarthy also said he thought Hankins would do a little something today. So that's encouraging. Okay. What are you smiling about? I'm, I'm, I've, I've got something about Adam Panky, but I'm not going to say it because, anyway. All right, we're going to move on. Is it good we'll, or bad, no, Bill? It had to do with the newlywed game, but y'all figure that out. And we'll be back with more mix shots in just wow, a moment. Wow, that was fast. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at Blockchain.com. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby. The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola. A journey to Foodopia. Burgers. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Did you know that responding to one spam call can lead to more? Or that the IRS would never ask for your social security number on the phone? Beat scammers at their own game by subscribing to AARP Fraud Watch Network alerts and texts. At aarp.org slash beatscammerstx, you can sign up to receive information that helps you recognize and avoid the latest scams. That's aarp.org slash beatscammerstx. Back to Mixed Shots. Hey, post roofing and waterproofing, the official roofer of the Dallas Cowboys. Guys, yesterday, Everson was talking about Hutchinson. Mm-hmm. And we, yes. we were th- thinking about a couple different people there. But uh, <laughs> to, br- to bring it all back, uh, we had some responses on Twitter about that. And someone said, I don't care how much of a good player Hutchinson's is. Uh, this is an obvious attempt twice at taking Dak out. And mm-hmm. so uh, they had also posted a couple plays where Hutchinson's coming at Dak, taking him down by the hips at one point 
point and then also taking him down on another play at the shoulders and it was kind of a, a big drop back so at what point do we talk about Dak's safety as far as some of these tackles go or would you like to talk about Aiden Hutchinson? Yeah, we and want to talk about drop tackle. Yeah, it, that's what it, it was mm-hmm. clearly that. I mean, it, uh, Dak's big, but you know Hutchinson's strong. You know, yeah, he didn't, he didn't have to do it the way he did it. I mean, that's what they were trying to eliminate, right? Yeah, that's exactly what they're trying to eliminate because people are dragging him down and breaking a lot of ankles. Well, he was trying to. I don't know about what he was trying to do because mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about his intent. But clearly, he was. Uh, you could see that he was doing the drop-style tackle, grabbing him up top and trying to drop down on him with all of his weight. With his legs almost his wrapped, legs around, wrapped him, right? around him, right? Correct. And when you think about that, and then you look at the tripping call. That, that, that uh, was outrageous. Yeah. Well, not just the, the, the fact they missed it, but the fact that he actually tried to kick his leg out there. And, and then he got called for... Tripping. Yeah, yeah, but the, the but his intent was to yeah. kick throw out there and then I don't know. I guess you could make a tackle with a, by tripping somebody. I no, guess. it's no. illegal. You illegal. can't do that either. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's and that cost them a potential <laughs> touchdown. By the way, and and when you start doing things like that, that's a pattern. That was three plays in one game. You know, to me, that's a pattern. And the guys, I talked about how good he is. It's not necessary for him to do that. And uh, I got so caught up in the plays that he made, I meant to bring that up yesterday because I saw it earlier. Mm-hmm. And when this guy, whoever he was, I wish I could remember who sent the, 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 the post, but he was right. You know, the first time was bad, but the second time was worse. Seth and Anazar. so do they call it? Do they call it? I mean, yeah. do they call that? They're supposed to, I thought. Didn't they make that rule or they talked about making it? And has the coach? Do the coaches know anything about this? But the tripping part, they know. Yeah. But do the coaches know? Have the coaches really looked at those two sacks that he had? Oh, I'm sure they. I, and I, I, I would be surprised. Now they haven't done anything on the hip drop tackle as far as the competition right. committee. That, okay. That is something okay. to okay. look at. And of course, that was the Tony Pollard injury in the playoff game exactly. in San Francisco right. exactly. too. And so, so the the hip drop is different from the. The ankle drop or something? What are we talking about here? No, it's 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 the, it was it, the same, the same motion to it, me. It, it is, yeah, yeah, right. No, and so, it's and it's the hip drop of the tackler dropping his hip on course, top of a of player, and yeah. whether it's a intentional know, and right, and so that's something that. I'm sure the competition committee will be looking at in the off season. And I'm just surprised it wasn't mentioned at all after yeah. the game. I know a lot of controversy in the game. Mm-hmm. I'm just surprised that wasn't even talked about. Uh, just I'm like, sure the coaches saw it. I'm sure they see that. Just I'm like sure the, Dak felt it. Just like the tripping penalty right. was bogus. Yeah. Yeah. But the fact that he tried to trip someone, that's where the, the – yeah. You see what I'm saying? That To me, that adds to – what he was doing that game. And you can get a rep like that. We up here, uh, you know, see a guy like Greenlaw. You know, we kind of look at him in that manner. And he's really been uh, criticized a lot on how he plays sometimes. So, you know, just because this guy's a good player, that doesn't mean he can't be criticized. In fact, in, in the uh, it was Clarence Yee on uh, Twitter who posted that. That, that caught mm-hmm. your attention. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, Everson, I don't care how much of a good player Hutchinson is. He's as dirty as Conrad Dobler. <laughs> this is an obvious <laughs> attempt and twice. Now you got to look up that. Conrad Dobler, uh, Savannah. <laughs> Adding it to the that list. That is not a compliment at all. <laughs> 
So. And, and it makes sense because, you know, that's why that's how teams, that's how players get reps because of reputations like that, because of those plays. And it, I don't recall Michael Parsons when he gets to a quarterback doing something like that, you know. And, and I'm sure, you know, the way he's been held four or five, six times a game, that he wants to do that when he gets to a quarterback just out of frustration. But for Hutchinson to, to get away with that, I, like I said, I don't know if it's illegal or not, Bill. I don't know what, what the rule is on that. But it was clear that uh, if Dak wasn't so strong, he would not have finished that game. Right. It's uh, sometimes amazing to me what they don't see. You know, it's like, well, you're looking right at it. That's why maybe it was somewhat of a miracle that they recognized that number 68 wasn't eligible mm. when he caught the two-point <laughs> conversion, right? It's like, oh, no, he's not supposed to do that. Good if, that if, if we play these guys again, I'm sure this is something that they will talk about. Oh, I'm sure. Because it's a possibility that we will. Well, d- just announce your guys eligible. Mm-hmm. No, nah, forget that crap I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, you meant the drop. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, the drop. The drop. The drop is, is I just think it's very dangerous. Uh, you're talking about a guy already has his ankle broken. And now, you know, he already has his ankle broken. And now you're trying to do this. You know, that's, that's Dobler type uh, well, tackling. I, right I was told after the San Francisco game, that if they have to play him again, watch out. Because mm-hmm. the Cowboys accepted a bunch of crap from San Francisco that didn't get called. Mm-hmm. A lot of punches that nobody called. And uh, <laughs> it, 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 it could be a, an MMA fight. Hmm. <laughs> Better it watch out. It already was. But you got to get there first, that's, right? That's, the, the fight was Speaking of happening. Dak, yes. I noticed a uh, viewer or listener, or whatever, on uh, Twitter, on X, Cody Wins 25 asked, does Dak deserve more MVP consideration? He has better stats than Lamar Jackson. Can't figure out why Lamar is such a heavy favorite. Hmm. Well, number one, they don't lose. They went to San Francisco and blew out the Niners, yeah. and they blew out the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. And somehow we have started to romanticize the running quarterback. Uh, and a lot of his effectiveness, obviously, is running. Yeah. And, you know. And it's pretty amazing. Right? And, it's, <laughs> and it, it was, um, look at college football, the same thing with LSU quarterback Jaden Daniels, mm-hmm. who wins the Heisman. After I saw Michael Penix play, oh my he's the first pick in the draft. He's putting in some tight throws. Right? Those guys I think he's very adamant about this. Those guys weren't <laughs> wide open, Spags. No. They were not wide he open. He was throwing them open. <laughs> they were right. I mean, the guys, that was amazing uh, performance. So, but it's the same thing. Yeah. You know, Daniels, best thing he did was run the ball. Now, he did improve his throwing, but I'll be surprised if he's a top 10 pick in the NFL. Did you guys see the post-game interview with Lamar Jackson after they beat Miami this I last weekend? I believe I did. The, it was actually pretty funny. He, You win the game, they're doing the interview with Lamar, and he is just stone cold, no smile, just serious. We came out here, we got the win, that's mm-hmm. it. Like, that's done. And the reporter said to him after the game, can I get a smile before we before we get off camera? And he, he finally gave one smile, but I mean... The guy's locked in. Yeah. Lamar Jackson is locked in. 
I, I like his I like his game, and it's just a matter of what what you like. I mean, do you want that uh, diversity, and as far as being able to run the ball, or do you like what Dak is doing? Uh, just from a simplistic standpoint, he's got this offense down. Mm-hmm. Period. Um, you know, the moves that he's made are extremely instinctive, and that's when you're comfortable when you can be have instincts and play. I love the way that he only scrambles when he has to. Mm-hmm. And he scrambles to throw a lot more than Lamar does. One thing about Lamar, he doesn't have a whole bunch of receivers that he can depend on either. Mm-hmm. But I must say this as well. <laughs> he throws some good passes. But, damn, they were wide open. <laughs> Everybody was wide open. I mean, why right. don't we get busted plays like that? You know, we had well, the, you got one. We had one, which was an amazing <laughs> one. That was a big one. But if I look at the plays that they made, uh, the rookie was wide open for, for Baltimore several times down the field, broken coverage. This guy fell down against CD. The coverage wasn't broken. Yeah, This is broken coverage every time on Lamar. And those guys, whether it's the red zone or out in the field, the guys were wide open. And, you know, I don't know that anybody has a stat on this, but – Dak's effectiveness when he scrambles to throw. You just mentioned it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think he has created uh, passing lanes. He has created routes for uh, or plays for the receivers to benefit from. Something he he was really not comfortable with previous years. Or early in the season. He was trying to be perfect. He wanted everything, five-step drop, hit it, throw. And if it wasn't open, he was still trying. And now it's... Uh, you know, he's moving around Improvising. Like, like he saved the safety, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and throws a 92-yard it's, touchdown it's, his, pass. His improvisation is is spot on mm-hmm. later on. You in know, the, the other thing is he's he's got uh, eight interceptions, right? He had three in one game. Mm-hmm. So that means five interceptions in 15 games. Mm-hmm. That's pretty darn good. That's pretty good. Lamar Jackson... He has completed 67% of his passes for 3,678 yards, seven picks, and 24 touchdowns. He has run for 821 yards, 5.5-yard average per carry, and five more touchdowns. So that is a total of 4,499 yards Mm -hmm. uh, rushing and passing. And a total of 29 touchdowns. And Dak is at 32 touchdown passes. Mm -hmm. So, he should have had about 35 when you look at the Philly game, you look at this past game, and of course, you look at your boy Hunter's game. So, Dak's. Hunter's game. (laughs) (laughs) You remember Hunter's game, don't you? (laughs) That wasn't a Dak touchdown, though. That no, was a hundred touchdowns. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. That was a hundred. Still a hunter's game. And and <laughs> Dak Dak has accumulated four thousand four hundred and seventy nine total yards. So Lamar has twenty twenty more yards, and but fewer touchdowns. That's right, than Dak. And the same interceptions. What did you say? Is seven interceptions for Dak's Dak's got eight. Got eight. Yeah. Yeah. So what happens with that? By the way, is just. Oh, he lost two games, so he's not as good anymore. The Cowboys lose to Buffalo, lose to Miami, and that just takes you right out of the MVP talk. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, Lamar uh, and the Ravens go to San Francisco and dominate them. Right. And mm-hmm. then they dominate the Dolphins, too. So I think that answers whoever. I, th- I think he plays is. off his defense. I think our defense plays off of that. That's the difference to me. And, oh, by the way, very good. when we come back, 
Um, Tyreek Hill was in that MVP conversation. How about a little comparison now between C.D. Lamb's numbers and Tyreek Hill's numbers when we come back here on Mix Shots? Let me turn the page here. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cooler. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Did you know that responding to one spam call can lead to more? Or that the IRS would never ask for your social security number on the phone? Beat scammers at their own game by subscribing to AARP Fraud Watch Network alerts and texts. At aarp.org slash beatscammerstx, you can sign up to receive information that helps you recognize and avoid the latest scams. That's aarp.org slash beatscammerstx. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The mixed shots. We continue with <laughs> mixed shots here. And by the way, from the practice field where there are football players on a football field on the side, Tyler Smith working with Director of Rehabilitation Britt Brown. And uh, so. Britt Brit will with get him a, ready. With a complete tear of his plantar fascia in his left foot, he is able to do the demanding rehab under the eye, watchful eye of Britt Brown. So, I mean, if you can work on those cords like that, that's a, a good step for what's today? I've lost track. Wednesday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's got three, four more days. Yep. He has time. Yep. See where he's time. at. Yep. Yep. That was a play on words there from Mickey. Hmm. You step. <laughs> okay. Um, C.D. Lamb versus Tyreek Hill. All right. It's, it's been about a month or so, probably, since the Tyreek Hill bandwagon, MVP bandwagon, maybe mm-hmm. six weeks or so. And then, of course, Tyreek got hurt in December, missed the game before the Cowboys game, had and played the whole game against Miami. But – you look at what CD has done here, especially over the last half of the season, and has eight straight games now with a touchdown, and leads the league with 122 receptions. I was just comparing CD's numbers with MVP candidate Tyreek Hill's numbers. 
Tyreek Hill, 112 catches for 1,717 yards and 12 touchdowns. Okay? Six carries, 15 yards. No touchdowns. C.D. Lamb leads the league with 122 receptions for 1,651 yards and 10 touchdowns, and he's carried the ball 13 times for another 106 yards and two touchdowns, which gives C.D. a total of 135 touches for 1,757 yards and 12 touchdowns. Tyreek has... Has 118 touches for 1,732 yards and 12 touchdowns. So CD actually has 25 more yards from scrimmage than Tyreek Hill does now, and the same number of touchdowns. And that would make him number two in the NFL at this point behind Christian McCaffrey, who is an MVP. 2,023 mm-hmm. yards from scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Now, the other distinction for C.D. Lamb, he scored a touchdown in eight consecutive games, the longest streak in the NFL, and he's the only Cowboys receiver to record a touchdown in eight straight games and is third in the NFL receiver in the past 10 years to do so. Devontae Adams in 2020 and Antonio Brown in 2018. Hmm. So that's how it's quite a streak mm-hmm. he has been on since the – did he get shut out in the San Francisco game or just kind of held to it minimal? Was, it, was, it was ugly. Who, Lamb? Yes. yes. Four for 49. Yeah. He had five targets. Well, that's changed. Uh, but if you remember, Mick, I believe after that game, that's when he had the sit-down conversation yes, with McCarthy and everything changed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He kind of complained a little after correct. the game. Yep, and he, in the true spirit of number 88. And, you know, no, not just that, but I remember I was criticizing him a lot uh, because I don't think he was really playing up to that 88. And, yeah, I guess he felt that he just – the reason he wasn't was because he wasn't getting enough targets. Yeah. And he went in, he, he barked for more, and he got more. And they feed him as much as he wants. I get a little comp- uh, paranoid about it because I love – I hope – I hate for us to – just concentrate on one receiver so often because you want a diverse attack. Mm-hmm. But in the past, we've always been criticized by the media and even former players that we need a go-to guy to take it further into the playoffs. That's just the way it is. You need that go-to guy. And uh, here we are. You know, he's right where he wants to be, uh, right where we want him to be. And as we go into the commanders, do you think they're going to consider his numbers in this game, considering how weak the opponent is, that's something that, well, and we, that's including Dak right. as well. Do we that's think they have Dak somebody well. that can cover him? Because obviously, um, in this last game, the Lions thought must have thought that they had somebody that can cover him. Well, Dan told somebody that they could, and he lied to them. But see, has <laughs> been known this season. He's able to break away from those defenders and get down to where he's open he's always open and he not only that but he also when he catches the ball he can break tackles mm-hmm. he he does the spin move he knows how to get down down the field further run after catch that's, run why, after that's catch. why he's that's why he's our go-to guy and so once again because no one can cover him in with the commanders uh because we expect you know this uh offensive blowout 
or at least a production offensively, will that be a negative against the Cowboys because everyone is looking forward to the weak uh, opponent? By the way, Producer Supreme, do we have a breaking news sounder? (laughs) Breaking news from Washington. Ron Rivera has announced that the starting quarterback against the Dallas Cowboys will be Sam Howell. Of course it will. Stay my beating heart. Mm. That's breaking news. He just told reporters that. Oh. He was supposed to announce that today. I thought we today. knew that. No, yeah, was that he was going to announce. Another guy. He was keeping us in suspense until oh. today. Because Jacoby Brissett. Wow. Yeah, Jacoby. Isn't he hurt? He was hurt, yeah. And maybe I guess he still is hurt. But he was keeping <laughs> so us in no suspense. Surprise. <laughs> or his feelings are hurt. One of the two. Well, Sam Howell, 370... Or three hundred, sorry, three thousand seven hundred ninety-three passing yards, twenty passing touchdowns this season, and, and through two interceptions against the 49ers. I think he leads the league in interceptions. He's like around nineteen, I think. Find well, out. Let me tell you here in a second. Just give that's me a moment I'm, here. That's the number one stat well, right there. Well, earlier when we played the Commanders, I remember bringing up the fact that Sam Howell likes to throw the ball. He's a passing quarterback, and I think at that time he was actually. He was hot. Top three in the league as far as in yards. And, you know, we knew he was going to throw – Throw some of those interceptions. So he's a he's, passing quarterback. But well, once got, they got rid of the, the, the two defensive linemen, it, things got more, more desperate out there. He has one more touchdown pass than interceptions. Mm-hmm. 20 to 19. Mm-hmm. 19. Did everybody say Jameis Winston? <laughs> he also... It's supposed he, to be a 2 to 1 ratio. Right. <laughs> you know what? In his first NFL start, yes. he had the same number of touchdown passes as interceptions. He had one of each. And of course, that was against, against the Dallas the Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys in final game of the season. Final game of the season last year, which was a twenty-six to six Washington win hmm. over a Cowboys team that was quarterbacked by Dak Prescott in that mm-hmm. game. Now that there was nothing on the line in that game, right? No, nah. because the Cowboys had already clinched. We lost, the, we, well, we had lost to. No, they had already. They weren't. They were going to be. They, they knew they were going to be the five seed. Yeah, I thought for some reason why why the Titans game? Am I, that, that was the previous year? game, and we lost that one, didn't we? With Joshua Dobbs at quarterback. Mm-hmm. I think we won the. Didn't Did we win it? No, we won, won, won the Tennessee game, and that's what locked up the fifth seed. Okay. I believe. okay. See, because everybody keeps bringing up the Washington game from last year mm-hmm. that they lost it, but. They didn't 27 have, 13. I don't think the they Tennessee had anything game. to gain. I, I think we were just so disappointed because we wanted them to, you know, show some type of continuity. Uh, and they didn't. Coach McCarthy said earlier today in the press conference expect the unexpected. Uh, oh, yeah. he, I mean, he said that based on it's week 18 and the commanders, he's thinking Ron's been aggressive in the past. It wouldn't surprise me if they're going for it more on fourth down. And Ron's going to coach like it's his last game. Yeah. Because <laughs> it is his last game. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> if That's you, what's happening. He's uh, going to coach just like that. I mean, and the you, players are going to play, play like, like it's, it's their, their last, last game. game. Because for most of them, it is their last why, game. Why punt the ball on the 35-yard line and you got fourth yeah. and five, mm-hmm. you know? There's going to be so many tackle el- <laughs> Every tackle is going to be eligible this game. Right. <laughs> they're they're going to bring in two tackles eligible. Uh-huh. Oh, 
<laughs> That's one thing I learned on this whole debacle of tackles. You can only have one tackle eligible. You can't have two? Nope. Huh. Someone said it after the game. It was on ESPN. Whoever their expert former NFL official was after the game on Saturday night, mm-hmm. he said that, oh, you can have more than more than well, but you have to announce wanna, them. Someone may want to say that to the Dan Campbell because in his press conference he goes, uh, you can't have two I, people right. report as And that's why, that's why they brought it up in the post game. Because Dan Campbell said you can only have one, and then his official said, no, you can have multiple. Mm-hmm. Okay, there you go. But I don't know. So Maybe I'll just learn something and, and, there. And, and even at that, do you think they didn't hear that the official announced 70 was eligible? I don't think they heard it. I don't either. I think it. I heard a lot, of, a lot of noise down. There. What was the timing of? Were you in the end when zone? Did, when did I was in the press box? Yeah, yes. when, the they, zone, when they but said we don't get 70 the, was eligible. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't, we don't get the sound. It just comes over. Did you, you have know. a headset on? No. My, my thing is, the, but the coaches all, a lot of the coaches anyway, oh. have headsets on, and, and he's asking, did the players players, hear? players are in the huddle? They're hearing the play call, right? Okay, because I'm thinking, and so and it's, it's, it's a loud stadium. Well, they were so you're in a quiet zone. press box They're that has a microphone. It's not that quiet. Well, you, but you're in, <laughs> you're in a press box that I has can a hear microphone. The crowd. And I could hear him. You, you, you can't hear the crowd like hear, they could hear it on the five-yard line. That's what I was going to say. Well, which is why the official couldn't hear 68 when he said he was eligible. He's, that's, that I don't know. I don't go. I was going to say, if I'm the coach, I'm, I'm calling timeout, but they were out of timeouts, right? I'm they, not sure what the timeout They just need to do what the uh, Arena <laughs> Football League used to do. Remember that, Mick? When you break the huddle, if if you had a if you didn't have an eligible number, you have to raise your hand. If you're the oh tight yeah, end. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, that's that's, that's letting them know to raise your know. hand. I'm the tight end. Just let everybody. But that takes Coach Campbell out. does not. Yeah, Coach Campbell does not want that. And don't put no. 68 and 58 out there together. Mm-hmm. You can't have one similar numbers. The, yeah, your tackles home. can't have similar numbers. That was definitely by design. Yeah, there's no doubt. No by design. See, I think the Lions thought. That it'll get announced as 68. It'll get announced correctly, but we're lining up 68 and 58 on the end of the uh, line, uh, 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 and they're uh, going to get confused. Yeah. They're going to have yeah. to cover both mm-hmm. of them because mm-hmm. they didn't hear it. Somebody mm-hmm. didn't hear it right. Well, the official goes to the defense and tells them. Right. And he, that's what he did. It's not but, just but, the announcement. But they have to be able to hear what that he says. 58 or 68 in – wait, and did so he say 68 again, or did he, he say 58? to the defense. He said 70. He, <laughs> yeah, that's, but, but, but if they if they said oh, it – Yeah, if I he got did you. it. And the only – like you said, he only says to the defense, so the offense probably wouldn't even hear what he said. Right. The, he went to the defense, but right. the offense like, maybe – So the only way the offense me, is hearing it's 68, not 70. <laughs> uh, well, in the meantime, the play clock is going down, and so at the same time – but the, that, the referee said there's no rush for a two-point conversion. So he doesn't know why the referee was in such a hurry to back away and make the call. You just love to know. Probably because there's three offensive linemen screaming at him. <laughs> <laughs> You'd love to know what the conversation was. Because everybody's going to cover their own butt, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He the sure he is covering the offensive butt. line. You never saw the offensive linemen do this, no. right? Never. So it was cute. It didn't work. 
So there's a reason, <laughs> they need, they need to take which by the way, <laughs> there's a reason why the NFL sent out a letter to the teams telling them when you're bringing in a, an eligible tackle, make sure it's demonstrative and make sure it's announced It's on the correctly. player to it's on get him. It, and which is the way it should be. I got to say, guys, I think the player did his job. Well, he sure didn't sound no, like didn't. it after the he game. He didn't do his job. Because it didn't get communicated. <laughs> well, why can't that be the referee's fault? It's well, <laughs> if I told you 68 and then I go, well, no, I'm going to do 70. <laughs> but I'm just saying. It's both all. of them. It's the player and the refs. Thank you, Smith. It's both of them. Mm-hmm. They just didn't send out a letter yesterday. They sent out the video of the whole situation. Did you see that, Mick? Oh, mm-hmm. No, I knew the I letter just, came I just out. texted it to you. So okay. you Mickey, it Mickey, if you call in sick for work, okay, do, how do you communicate that? Well, I never call in. So. Well, let's <laughs> work with me here. Work with them, please. I, I, yeah, I, we're I running will, out of time. I will Luke. tell somebody. You'll tell somebody, and will you wait to hear for a response from that someone to make sure that they got it, the yes. message? Yes. That's communication. Okay. See, that's an example of communication. No, it's I the would acknowledgement just be like, I told on the him other I'm end. Sick that and I'm hanging up I the phone. So it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Ever since just leaving a message. Right, man. Good work. All right, that does it for a scintillating edition of a mix shots, and we might be back here tomorrow at noon as we take a further look at these Washington Commanders. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!